Welcome to the Marketer's Key Podcast with our host, Jason Dumbelli, who is a 16-year-old entrepreneur, speaker, and content marketer, interviewing business leaders around the world as they share their secret sauce about marketing and much more. Now let's tune in. Welcome everyone to the seventh episode of the Marketer's Key Podcast. Today we have Kim, founder and CEO of Kim Products, and today we'll be talking about growing a really strong team and growing a really big brand. So hello, Kim. Thank you for being my podcast. Hi. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So, Kim, can you give us a background information about yourself, like where you're born, what city you live in, hobbies, and your lifestyle? Okay. Um, my name is actually Kamisha, but a lot of people call me Kim. Um, I've been born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, actually, the northwest side. Um, I used to do a lot of sports, but as the years have gone past, I've kind of had to do other things. But that's always been a big love of mine, is exercise and sports and stuff like that. Um, in terms of just like my daily lifestyle, I do um, a lot of different things for just educational purposes. I participate in a lot of academic programs outside of my brand. And I also parlay in um, management services. So I've just started being um, a musical manager for someone, and um, it's going great. Actually, shout out to that. And, yeah. Yeah, before we continue moving on with um, further questions, like, how do you manage to do all these things? Because you have a big brand, and now you're talking to us about the music industry that you joined. Like, how are you managing this, and how are you managing school on the side, too? Yeah, it's honestly, it's extremely hard. It's not nearly as easy as it seems. Um, one thing that is really kind of key with me is I definitely take school first. So just me and my studio self, it's not really that hard to keep that direction and keep that motivation for my education. But um, I do actually get great grades. I do um, enjoy learning, honestly. And one thing that's really important to me is just furthering my education despite of my brand. So in terms of just like school-wise, I definitely put that first, honestly. That's like a huge priority for me. Um, and then after that, I would probably say anything else that is in higher demand. So I'm honestly a huge procrastinator. Oh, so okay. if I need something for my brand, you know, kind of like really, really soon, I'll uh-huh. like push that to the front. If I need something for my management team, I'll push that to the front. And honestly, it's just kind of going back and back and forth between those two. Um, it's honestly a journey. It's something that I've actually done pretty well at doing for now. I get great grades and my brand is doing great. So, um, and I'm actually like, I'm just really doing good with that type of stuff. And um, honestly, one thing that I can recommend is just time management, just having people to help you and just really honestly... I don't even know. Can I take this one over? Yeah, sure, sure. Most definitely. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. My badge is blanked out. You're good. Yeah, so um, you want to ask a question again? Like, how do you manage these two things together? Like, you're at the studio now, and you're also running a band, and you're also running, you're also in school. Like, how do you put these all together and just move forward? Yeah, so... um. A huge thing for me is time management. I'm actually a huge procrastinator. So in terms of just, like, keeping things in priority list, um, first of all, my school comes first. I'm huge in my education and my academic world. Um, That's really not that hard to keep motivation for. I've never been kind of like a loser with school, so that's good. Um, Outside of that, it's really just whatever demands my attention first. So 
I'm a huge procrastinator. So, like, if I have something due the next day, if I need to do something, you know, at a certain time, I kind of just push and fluctuate my priority list based on that. So, my artist does come into a lot of that before my brand. My brand is kind of in the works right now of doing its, like, fifth event. So, I'm very excited about that. So, I've kind of been really, really busy lately. Um, it's cost me some sleep. It's cost me some stress. But um, I'm handling it. And the most important thing, I guess I can say, is that I have a lot of help with it. Um, I know how to manage my time in terms of, like, what comes first and what doesn't. I don't really need a huge social life, so that kind of helps. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like, that's that's really about it. That's great. That's great to hear. Moving forward, so what was your first acts of entrepreneurship? Like, what was the very first action you took out there, like, selling lemonade, having a lemonade stand? Like, what did you do that you could say this is the first act of being an entrepreneur? Yeah, um, I had a lot of those. I think <laughs> the first one I kind of can remember is selling silly bands. I don't mm. know why. But um, me and my dad found a really cool store by my house that had, like, silly bands for, like, $2 less than what they were selling, like, Walgreens and CVS and stuff like that. Right. So I'd come to school with, like, all these silly bands on my arm, and people would be like, oh, like, let me buy them off of you and stuff like that. I think I was in, like, fourth or fifth grade. But, um, yeah, so I started selling, like, the packs of Silly Bands, like, just right. the, the, like, the thick ones that have, like, the round edges. <laughs> and Silly Bands, it went to slap bands, like, the slap bracelets, because I used to get those, and they used to have, like, different tie-dye ones and stuff like that, so me and my dad would go sell those for, like, twice as much. And, um, what else after that? Then I got into, like, the big duct tape thing that was huge, um... One of my good friends, actually, shout out to her, she goes in lane. She was, like, huge in that duct tape thing. And I kind of was just, like, dabbling in it, but I was able to sell some of my stuff. Um, and then from that, it kind of just went into, like, me selling clothes, me doing clothes and producing them and stuff like that. And kind of led to what my brand is now. That's great, great to hear. So can you introduce to us what Kim Products is and what's your goal for your business? Because I see your business looking really successful. I'm really proud of you personally. Like, what, are, what is Kim Products and how are you trying to move forward? What's your goal? Yeah, so Kim Products is really my baby. Um, I've been developing it for about a year and a half now, almost two actually. But, um, oh yeah, two actually, it's May. Definitely two years old now. Congratulations. Okay. But, um, yeah, especially with Kim Products, I mean... I never really expected it to be this. And I think that's why it's been growing so organically and growing so well. It's because um, I never intended to really start a brand. I never intended to make a movement in Chicago. I never intended to do all these events for Chicago. Like, that was nowhere near in my plan at the beginning. So I think one thing that is really, like, great about Kim Products and one thing that I plan to keep growing with Kim Products is just, like, the support I have. So I have particularly a great crowd of people that not only enjoy my brand and purchase things from my brand, but just generally support me, which you don't really see a lot in today's, you know, capitalist type of um, society, you know, ways. But um, a lot of people, you know, know, they don't necessarily like have stuff from my brand, but they definitely will come up and they say, hey, like, I really enjoy what you do for Chicago. I really just um, enjoy the brand in general. Like the type of things that I make are not just, you know, stuff that you can buy and have to like you know just like stunt with it like it's so right. much more than that and i think one thing about it is the fact that i hand make it and i kind of want to stick with that as long as i have the brand but um yeah like it's been it's really been my baby it's been developing more than i can imagine chicago has really been helping me with that i really really think all in a day 
But um, yeah, Kim Products is honestly more than just a brand. Great to hear, great to hear. So who's really your target audience and why? That's a really good question. I've never been asked that before. My target audience. Um, <laughs> I mean, personally, I really don't. I really don't care. I make things for little kids. I make things for teenagers. I make things for adults and even older adults. So, I mean, I have a really big range. Me, personally, I have a lot of knowledge outside of my generation. So that kind of goes into play with a lot of things that I make and a lot of things that I offer for purchase. Um I don't know my target audience though. I I suppose I want to stay young. You know, a lot of a lot of brands do that and they end up like kind of flaking out or they kind of just mm. get like super generic. And I wouldn't want that for my brand, but personally I think one thing that's real big about my brand is that I've never been I never been scared to like go deep into my roots. So like a lot of my stuff is kind of like like you know the eyeball that I use a lot. That was the first thing I kind of learned how to like really draw and be proud mm -hmm. of. So I'm really touching into my childhood with a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now as a young adult. So it's like I feel like it's, the more I keep doing that and kind of staying like genuine with a mix of like touching into roots of young people, I think I'll be fine there. So whoever that you know that targets, that's up to them. But <laughs> that's how that's firstly how I want to keep you know, producing my work for people. So for the people that are listening to this podcast, do you think, what do you recommend to them? Do you think they should go wide in their audience, target audience or should they go deep? Um, it really depends on your business. It really depends on what you want to do and how successful you really want to be. Um, personally, I had no intentions on growing my brand to be as nearly as big as it is. But um, one thing that was really big to me is I kind of wanted to be known as a local brand. And I wanted to be known as, like, somebody that you could come see, you know, at open mics. You could come see at parties and stuff like that. Like, I wanted to have a face to my brand also. And a lot of people don't do that nowadays. So, um, just with that, honestly, like, depending on what you want to do, if you want to do something that's globally known, just know that it's a process. You know, a lot of people try to get brands and, you know, do things that are globally. And it's, like, it's too much on your plate. So, honestly, with me, now that I have you know, desire to go and go nationwide with my brand, I really just want to make sure that I have the support of my own people from Chicago. Right. That's really big to me. You know, there's people that wear my stuff all over the, the world. I'm not even going to fly. It's like, I have definitely shipped out orders plenty of places. But um, one thing that's really big to me is really just keeping my Chicago crowd, really keeping my people happy, my friends happy. I consider everybody that comes to my events, everybody that buys my stuff family. I think that type of connection is really what can gain your brand a certain type of touch and experience that a lot of people can't do. So my advice to people is honestly deep into your content of your character, really, because I'm personally a nice, a really nice person, actually too nice. <laughs> um, yeah but just dig deep into your character if you're more of the shy person you know just make sure that you work around that and that you do things that is not going to exploit your character but it's not going to diminish it just really um honestly it depends on the brand but personally the one line advice i could give is just go with your gut always like your intention like your first intuition is everything to you it's everything to me i trust my gut more than anybody and that's really really big when you're running a business yeah, good, good, good advice. Good advice that you're giving to us. Now, moving forward, you have, like, I consider this a superstar team because, like, everything seems to be set. I like the way how you organize your team, like, the head marketer and everything. Like, how long did it take and how did you build this team? 
and how because your team really looks effective and you guys are doing really great so how long did it take for you to create this team and how did you put people onto your team yeah definitely um it's something i'm super proud of honestly it's extremely hard i'm actually in the the process of getting my artist Wemmy moa team right now so it's a lot it's a lot to deal with trust me but the first step to me developing a team was honestly me just understanding that i needed one you know i'm a really independent person um i do a lot of things on my own but for me to develop the fact that like i really needed help was huge for me so once I actually came to that conclusion, once I like really sat down and was like, hey, you can't do all this by yourself. Um, first thing I think I did was talk to some of my really close friends about it. So my COO, actually my assistant CEO, is actually one of my best friends. So me and Caduce, um, we were talking about how I just needed help and people that we knew that honestly could like do certain things for my brand that I personally didn't have the time to do. So we looked at all of our friends that do good social media skills, all of our friends that are great, great writers that can be used for invoices and stuff like that that my brand really needed help with. So um, I think the first thing after that I did was I honestly made a Twitter post. And I was just like, hey, like, if you want to be a part of this team, like, let me know. I'm looking for writers. I'm looking for bloggers. I'm looking for man marketing managers. Like, anything that you want to do in the future, come work with me now as a teenager and grab all this experience and all this love. And just, like, all this community sense, like, from my team. Um, actually, I have... Um, three original members that are still on my team i started off with six i believe and i have three that remain that were from the original team but mm. um shout out to everyone i've actually had a couple of people that have rotated in and out of my team no hard love at all um it's just it doesn't work for some people it honestly doesn't um i have a lot of um expectations of my team you know not just on the Kim products level but as a personal level if i see things that you're doing that i honestly don't really support i honestly don't really want to be involved with that's gonna reflect on my brand so that's kind of just a, a business decision on my end and just little things like that like just the the flow of my business you know some people had other engagements some people just um didn't really need the experience anymore for my brand which is like perfectly fine they're more than happy right now doing what they're doing but um my brand honestly the reason it works so well and it's so cohesive is because everyone has their own job so it's like if that job doesn't get done it's on one person it's not a collective and it's not like oh teamwork makes the dream work like yeah but everyone has their own responsibilities right and that's one thing that a lot of, um, like, local and a lot of young people don't understand is that, like, you really have to be reflective on everything you do, like, period. Whether that's crossing the street, whether that's talking to somebody, you really just have to be reflective on what you do. And one thing about my team is that they're extremely reflective people. They reflect a lot on what they do as people. They reflect a lot on what they do as my brand. And everything is just, like, a really good thought process for them. And it really just shows off my brain. I couldn't be any more proud of them. I couldn't be more, you know, just, like, happy with them. Um, they really do mean a lot. Um, shout out to my assistant CEO, Caduce, my head marketing manager, Davion, my creative director, McCoffley, my assistant, Zoe. I couldn't be anything without her, honestly. And actually, one of my newest team members, her name is Kirsten Newell. Um, she's kind of like the assistant for everybody right now, but she's really going crazy. And um, just one thing I love about them is that I consider them family. They come over to my house all the time for cookouts and just birthdays and stuff like that. Like, my mom knows all of them and considers even them her children. So 
it's just really just being, you know, cohesive with people you want to learn with, people you want to do things with. You know, me, myself, I have a, a business. I'm a fashion designer, but I still have a creative director. So stuff like that is like I'm not afraid to know when I need help. I'm not afraid to, you know, you know, really just go in with other people and make my vision come to life. And they definitely do that for me. So I'm forever grateful for that. And I look forward to our future together. That's great. That's great to hear. I'm really excited to keep moving forward. Now about social media, like Instagram and Twitter seems to be one of the biggest platforms for you guys. Can you explain how you market on both of them and how you grew your audience to plus 2,000 and more? Yeah, definitely. So um, with those social medias, I personally prefer them a lot more than anything else. So that kind of influenced that a bit. Um, I per I just actually I just made my Instagram like my personal account I think my sophomore year, um so yeah that was like last year um but once I actually I made the Kim Products Instagram before I made my personal Instagram mm. which is kind of funny but um honestly I just like I'm really on there well I used to be on there a lot I used to really run the page exactly like how I wanted to all by myself now I have people that do that for me. But um, I really just want to keep the whole sense of, like, me being on there personally. I try to go on there every once in a while and talk to people directly, um, especially, like, with this interview. I saw your email at a certain time, and I was able to, like, directly talk to you, which is a lot of fun because a lot of my team members do that for me now. But, um, yeah, the social media is really important, honestly. It's a huge component to any business these days, especially a clothing brand or a young people brand. So it's like, um, especially like with Twitter, we try to go on there as much as possible, not just like to, hey, sell you stuff, but more like, hey, how's your morning? Kim Product says happy Mother's Day, stuff like that. Um, yeah, like we really just try to remain the whole community type of thing. We really want to seem like we're like more than just a brand. So social media has a big part into that. Good looks, good looks. And um, you have already talked to us about the com the um sorry the events that you have placed all over the place and like you have a butterfly project event i think in august is that right can you say it one more time like you um be placing events all over chicago is this like an incentive to grow your business like what's the incentive for these events like is this a marketing strategy or like how are you using these events to grow your business yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like they're extremely multi-purposeful. Um, I personally like events because I personally like parties. And now that I started this event and this brand and just this community sense kind of like group, I'm not able to go to as much as I want to. I'm not able to do as much. So these events are kind of like a weird way of me also having fun, me also going to parties. But also it's like the art component side of um, I personally do um, I do my art in a certain particular way that's non-traditional i paint on clothes which is not exactly the most known things out here um but just like any painter nowadays you know galleries are really big to me so since i can't really participate in the most traditional galleries you know stuff like that i try to make my own so in a lot of my events you'll see um showcases of literally people on these huge blocks like, like literally like in a museum type blocks. And the, the purpose of that is basically saying like, I never really had the opportunity to be in a traditional gallery with other artists, you know, canvas wise, but um, I'm able to make that environment. I'm able to make that type of showcase, you know, in my own backyard with my own people. 
So the event is kind of a weird mix of like a party of like something fun and like something that people can really get hyped up for with a mix of like me just showcasing and me, you know, really being one to one on a lot of people. You know, my events, I try to meet as many people as possible. I try to take pictures. I try to link up with people. You know, if you want to work with my brand, that's the time to do it. It's kind of just like a big old cookout in a certain sense. Like it's just a big old family gathering. I make that really big with my events. It's just it's fun for people it's safe i haven't had any problems with my stuff um it's a lot of fun honestly i really enjoy doing events they're special but i really do enjoy them and chicago definitely does too great 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 so for the teenagers out there some might be listening to this podcast and there could be other people too but this question is really for the teenage audience so if a teenager want to start a business what advice do you have for them um, definitely. Um, honestly, my first line of advice would be is talk to people in your field. Talk to people that you know are being successful in your field. You know, hit up people like me that, you know, have started things a while ago and are kind of like the little grandfathers of their little, you know, bracket. Um, just really try to gain as much experience and knowledge as you can before you kind of like dive into it. One thing that I did is I kind of learned on my way throughout my brand and it didn't necessarily do bad for me. I personally did really good with it, but it definitely could have ended up the exact opposite. You know, I know plenty of people that start businesses. I know plenty of people that start brands that try to go like, you know, head first into like these huge markets and these huge communities and stuff like that. And, um, it's just really hard. You know, you don't want to spend too much money, but you want to have quality. You don't want to, you know, do too many things, but you don't want to do too little. You know, I really try to keep my brand as an exclusive brand, something that, you know, you really do have to um, just kind of push and strive for. And a lot of people don't really have the same morals as me, but I've set my brand up to be personally, like, just very um, my way, you know. Um, that's a huge thing in business, too. Like, if you're going to do something, make sure that you have as much knowledge about it as possible, but don't ever, like, doubt yourself in the way that you do things. There's plenty of times where people have told me that that's not the right way to do things. Plenty of times when people try to give me their suggestions, but um, that's not, you know, it's your business. Go with your gut. Go with what you feel is right. And just things like that are really key to just jump-starting a career, jump-starting a business, especially one for a young entrepreneur. Thank you. And um, as I'm concluding this podcast interview with you, I like concluding my podcast with what I call a secret sauce. And the secret sauce is this ingredient, this marketing technique or this growing hack strategy t technique that I let people that I interview share to the audience. So do you have any business wise business type advice that you want to share to all of the listeners today? Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. One thing that I feel like a lot of people don't tell you that is extremely busy. I mean, extremely um, important to starting a business is. Um, I'm sorry. Can you can we restart that? I just had like. Yeah, going sure, on. sure. So, like, what I I like concluding my podcast with something I call secret sauce, and the secret sauce is a secret that you use in your business to help grow your business, help expand your business, help start your business, like anything that you do that helps expand. Like, do you have anything you want to share with us today? Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that I feel is really important that a lot of people won't tell you when you're starting a business is um, 
Let's see. Honestly, I mean, I have, like, two kind of things. But one, honestly, do not be afraid to look up to people in the field that you want to do. You know, a lot of people feel that it's not exactly, you know, like, cool or it's not necessarily, like, something you want to do or be like somebody else. But um, one thing that taught me a lot with my brand is just observing and researching and um, being really cool with people that are doing the things that I wanted to do. So other brands and other designers I personally looked up to that helped me a lot, they really jump-started and influenced me to have a successful brand. So me kind of dropping my pride and me kind of just jumping off into other people that were doing great things in my field, it helped me tremendously. And a lot of people feel that, oh, like, do things your way or keep your, you know, keep your moves, like, in the shadows. Like, no, honestly, just really branch yourself out at an early time. Even if you haven't started your project, introduce yourself to people. Go out places and let people know your name. Stuff like that is huge. Like, just brand yourself even before you brand your career. You know, look up to people. Don't be afraid to ask people for help with certain things. Um, definitely have no clue what kind of connections can get you where you want to go once you get big. So that's one thing that nobody really never taught me, but definitely paid off in my business. Thank you. Thank you, Kim, for your time. And thank you for being in the seventh episode of the Marketers Key podcast. Guys, I'll leave all the information for Kim products and I'll leave all the contact or anything that you want to um, give advice for, anything you want to share with us or anything you want to tell her i'll leave all the information below and thank you for listening to today's podcast